the college football experience, Nebraska Cornhuskers season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today, and you're going to risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college football experience, Nebraska Cornhuskers season preview. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing. Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, how are you, pal? Let's just talk. Let's just get this Dundee music going. Patty C, this is the Nebraska Cornhuskers, all right? This is a program that just destroyed college football for a long time. I mean, just kicked ass. Even since 2000, what if I told you, Patty? See that since the year 2000, they have six 10-win seasons or double-digit win seasons. Yeah, not 10-win seasons, six double-digit win seasons. Uh, they have. I mean, this is a program that it's been rich. It's been really rich. You go back to the 90s; they were the most dominant team in the 90s. I'm not going to give you that Florida State shit. It, it, it was Nebraska. Well, three national titles to two. I don't think. Uh, Anyone can deny that those numbers right there. So, and they played in a better conference. Agreed. But and they lost a total of two games in four years. Uh, pretty darn impressive there in the middle of the '90s. So the standard, the bar was set pretty freaking high. But Nebraska has failed to realize that that is largely due to one thing: the triple option. They need to go back to. We had Larry, the cable guy on the show, big Nebraska Cornhusker fan, and he was talking about how we should have never gotten away from those days. And obviously, joining the Big Ten, he's not a big fan of chasing the money and ruining essentially what they had a lot of their classic rivalries. You see, one of those rivalries on the schedule this year with Oklahoma. Glad to have that back. But 
Uh, it's a big year for Scott Frost, but Bill Moose, their athletic director, who said Frost must win nine games. Well, he then quits. He retired early. <laughs> And now they have Trev Alberts, former linebacker for Nebraska, played for the Indianapolis Colts uh, as the athletic director. I would only imagine because they both played for Osborne, Frost, and Alberts that they probably are okay with one another. It almost, I think it probably takes a little pressure off Frost. But, but I mean, Larry the Cable Guy was one guy saying that just give him time, just give Frost. The necessary time. Give now, him a couple more years. Alberts was drafted in '94, and uh, and Frost transferred to Nebraska in '95. So those were kind of ships passing. But you have to imagine Tommy Osborne probably brought th- brought them together. Yeah, of. at some point, yeah, yeah, blue blood, a fucking dynasty. What do you call that? You know, when you're whatever the hell you call it. When, <laughs> when your family family yeah. doesn't chuck family. You know. Yeah. So now. You got the Cornhuskers who haven't been bowling Patty C uh, in five years, yep. right? And even worse than that is this: uh, they've had uh, since the year two thousand, they have had uh, six losing seasons. Patty C, unheard of. After finishing in the top twenty and a five hundred season, twenty five straight years under Tom Osborne, six. Losing or what did you say? Six losing Hold seasons. On, it might be more. Did I miscount this? Because the it, I was, let's just say five hundred or below. They have had wait one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Since five hundred or below. Yes. Man, reality has set in in Lincoln. What do you what do you think it is though? Do you think do you think Larry the Cable Guy was accurate by saying you not only did you burn the recruiting trail. Uh, connects because of, you know, you, you can say, Hey, we play Texas every year. We play uh, Oklahoma every year. It's a rich rivalry. We play Colorado every year, you know, decent rivalry there. Yeah. Uh, go into St. Louis, I guess. Cause you got the Missouri and Kansas. I don't know. But what do you think about that? He said like, Hey, we, we used to be able to recruit California and Texas and all these places, even though they weren't playing at California school, they were doing that. And by jumping to the big 10, they kind of find themselves in no man's land. Well, I think that definitely hurt, you know, obviously having, you know, established interest and respect among a talented recruiting base in the likes of Texas and California from which they were drawing for the longest time. And then just kind of throwing away that connection and trying to reestablish new connection. That's going to make it way harder they have been recruiting way better than I thought they would be. And I'll rattle those off in a minute, but back in the nineties, they were top 10, whereas now they're hovering in the low twenties, which is still very respectable. They should be winning more with that talent. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, I think they've taken a step back from ta- on a talent standpoint, just based on NFL, you know, you know, prospects. But also another thing is, uh, continuity, you know, they they've given up continuity and uh, I'll go back to the beginning of Tom Osborne's days as the Nebraska head coach. He started uh, his first, first five wins, our first five, five of his first six seasons was nine wins, right? He had a 10 win season in there, but nine wins used to be enough to keep your job in Nebraska. He obviously 
They fired Solis for ten and three. All right, he continued to improve to the to the point where he be, got to the to the national championship, but it took him a while to get there. Pelini had a similar start to his career, even better than Osborne's, really. And uh, and they kicked him out. It wasn't good enough well, for them. And Solich, yeah, Solich too. Solich is even, in my opinion, Solich's one is like the most outrageous, ridiculous. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now they find themselves. Frost is uh, what just I believe twelve and twenty as a head coach of the Cornhuskers. I think he is the right man for the job, and I know uh, people disagree with me. Man, it's I think you got to ro- be patient. Rocky start, but yeah, it, it, I, I think he is too. And I understand, you know, that first class he brought in, it didn't really work out. They all transferred elsewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have the McCaffrey. I think it was the second class. Yeah. He's now at rice. Uh, Wandale Robinson, their star wide out. He transfers to Kentucky. So the transfer portal has been another thing that's really hurting them. Yeah. He's almost got a little bit of Justin Fuente going on where he's a nice guy. He's doing it the right way. And he's not like, he's not a sleaze ball at all. He's just trying to build it right. But like, sometimes you got to be strong arming players a little bit. And I guess he's letting players walk a little bit. And so I don't know. I mean, I think though that long-term you've, you end up getting the kind of guys that want to stick around and it pays off, but you got to be patient. Well, in a win now culture, yeah, you know, that's tough. And uh, Adrian Martinez is back at quarterback. They're going to finally have an experience. I mean, I guess he was somewhat experienced last year, but uh, that's another thing though. You said lost 10 games by what a score or less. Yeah. Of his 20 losses, 10 have been by seven points or less. So they just got it. They just got to fix that. Uh, admit perhaps Martinez being much more experienced could be that answer. Bring it back. Adrian Martinez, bring it back. Uh, you know, uh, three of five on the offensive line. Now the wide receiver spot, obviously Wanda Robinson gone, but Samari, uh, uh, Torre from Montana, who was a all American FCS wide receiver comes in. He's going to be uh, mixed with Oliver Martin and uh, Omar Manning at the wide receiver spot. Tight end Austin Allen is back. And uh, the run back, the running back situation, which is they used to have great running backs for such a long time. They did. Uh, Ronald Tompkins is a freshman that is apparently going to get the nod 24 yards returning as I, your starting. Running I don't back. know that he, no, but they also went to the transfer portal and got Marquise step from USC. Gotcha. So I would imagine it's going to be step. Yeah. Just, despite uh, some of these publications out there. Um, uh, this offense last year mm. was a hundred first in scoring 28th rushing offense in the country. Yeah. However, hundred third passing charting at 66th overall, the offense has got to limit the turnovers. We talked about this pre episode, the, yeah. the, the turnovers have killed the Huskies. Yeah. The, their offensive efficiency is actually really respectable. 22nd. That means that, that the measure of that is apparently the rate of successful plays gaining at least uh, 50% of 50% of the way to the first down on first down, uh, 70% and then completing the uh, first down by third down. Obviously those are all successful plays. Quote, quote, they've been great at that. But like you said, turnovers, yeah, turnovers, they, if they can limit the turnovers are probably going to be a pretty darn good team. And I think you and NC, I mean, we'll get to this in a second. Let's go. Let's look at the defense. Um, the defense is bringing back eight. This defense, uh, 64th scoring defense in the country, 69th against the rush, 45th against the pass, 50 in total yardage. So not a horrible defense. And if they're if they can get better bringing back that many, I think that could be key. They're bringing back three of four in the secondary, two of three in the linebacking core, and uh, uh, I'm sorry, three of four in the linebacking core, and two of three on the defensive line. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, uh, Cam Taylor Britt in the secondary. He's the second team All Big Ten 2020. Uh, he's the team's best cover corner. Him mixed with the with the safeties who are both six year seniors. Patty C. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, um, that uh, Taylor Britt's guy is getting hyped as maybe the best uh, corner in the Big Ten. Yeah, that puts him on a short list for the uh, uh, Thorpe Award, you would think. Now, before we dive into the win total and, and go through the schedule, um, uh, you and Nick kind of talk. Sh- look, we did our way too early preview series for for all every week of the college football season. It's out there. Check out the college football experience. Not only are we break it on 130 teams. Uh, and more than that, actually, but with, you know, so each team's going to have its own podcast. We also have every single week covered already that, yeah. we, that we did back in April and, and, and May and June. Um, you guys gave me a hard time. I planted a flag on Nebraska. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you guys, are you think, uh, I mean, Nick's not here to talk for himself, but are you, uh, are you starting to see what I'm seeing? Well, I mean, every team you can draw a picture that makes the, the outlook rosy, you know, for the future. And as we go through this, the more and more teams we pro- uh, project, of course, we're going on the over more often than we're going on the under because well, we, we do this every year. We've done this the past two years. Sure. Right? I mean, when it went on a game to game basis, when money's on the line and you're making a bet, then we're accurate. Right. But when we're doing these uh, predictions, maybe we're giving them a little too much fluff here. So I'm going to hold Nebraska to the fire they're going to be the first one that I really crack down and don't give them any, uh, any breaks here and, well, and project them honestly here. The Vegas win total for the Cornhuskers, six and a half. Okay. I will say a quarterback with that much returning experience can be the difference in some close games, which they've been in a lot of. Yes. And uh, you pull up this schedule week one, week zero, actually. They are at Illinois big, tw- big 10 game. It's a 10 AM West kick. I believe um, this is uh Brett Bielma's first game in champagne. I, I think Nebraska gets it done. Having that advantage yeah, there. Easy PC. Great time to catch them. Yeah. Although inexplicably they lost by 18 at home against Illinois last year. I remember that unbelievable. Yeah. So I don't know, Illinois a sleeper sometimes, but you got to figure Nebraska gets this done. I do. Uh, and then they get Fordham of the FCS. That's a win. Yeah. And then they get Buffalo. Now before I thought, Oh, Leopold's going to get a tough them. one. Yeah. Right. Leopold moves to Kansas. We don't know much about linguists yet. And I know I like the Huskers. I like the corn Huskers chances. I think they're going to be three and O heading into a big game in Norman. All right. And, and before I forget, let me, let me hit these recruiting rankings to give you guys an idea of where we would expect them to be talent wise. Uh, starting in 2017, 23, 23, 17, 20, and 20. So really almost exactly the 20th most talented team in the country that should be able to beat all these easy teams. If, if uh, they're going to be three and oh, they should be three and oh. And then obviously going into Norman, that's a big fat L is it? Yes. That is a, that is a 32 point loss. You know, Lincoln Riley, East Carolina guy, you know I want to root for him. Yeah. He's had his hard times in the regular season. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, look, they went to Ohio State last year and lost by 35. <laughs> uh they played Ohio State the year before, lost by 41. Um I'm looking for games of similar quality. They they went to Michigan 2 years ago and uh or 3 years ago and lost by 46. Um 
Let me let me. They paint. get smoked by really good teams, and Nebraska's or Oklahoma's a really good. Well, team. Let me make a case back at you here. Yeah, Oklahoma's a team that lost to Kansas State by three in Norman, with their whole secondary out. Uh, they lost by seven in Ames to Iowa State. It was a top ten team, but they won in four overtimes against a Texas team that wasn't amazing last year. Sure, right? Uh, they beat uh, Baylor that won two games last year by thirteen. Let me say this. Yeah. Okay. That that last one gives your argument a little bit of credibility, but uh, Oklahoma lays clunkers or plays in close games against really good teams, right? That might be slept on. K State was didn't have a winning record last year. All right, maybe you're, you're maybe you're starting to disprove it or at least prove your point. So what? Who knows? T- well, what about TCU in nineteen? Five and seven, and they won. Oklahoma won twenty eight twenty four on a very controversial spot. Still, I, I think I don't know. There are some better teams in the Big Twelve than there are in I the, have the Big Ten West. To let you know, I do have Oklahoma winning this, but I could totally see a game. I could totally see this being a game. I can't. I can't see this being much of a game. The following week, they're at Michigan State. I could see it being a game for a half, like it was against Ohio State last year. But then I think Oklahoma blows out the doors off in the second half. At Michigan State, second half of back to back road. Yes. Tough. 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 <sighs> Boy. Gun that... to my head, give me Nebraska. Yeah, I'll lean Nebraska on that. That puts him at four wins already. Four and one. Yeah. Then they get Northwestern in Lincoln five and one Patty. You're out of your mind. They're going to lose at least one of those between at Northwestern and hosting or at, at Michigan state and hosting Northwestern. They go one and one in that. They're going to be five and one. And then Michigan comes into Lincoln. They're going to be six and one. What are you smoking? I'm serious. Okay. I Michigan got, was two and four last year. I can see what the, makes you think that Michigan is just a automatic win in Lincoln. Well, because the last time Michigan played there, yes, they destroyed they won it. 56 yes. to 10, but that was Frost's first year. Well, guess what? Things have changed. <laughs> not much. Yes, they have record wise. Not, not much, but six and one Patty C six and one, maybe five and two. Yeah. I'm taking the under, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule. I got the under after that. They're at Minnesota. That is a loss. Yeah. They get a bye week before hosting Purdue. That's a win, that's a win. and that is my win total. That's six for you, right there. Or no, is that seven? Seven and two. That would be okay. I've got them at. Uh, that puts them at five wins in my book. Because I got them beating Illinois, Fordham, Buffalo, either I guess Michigan State, and then you Purdue. have them losing to Northwestern and Michigan and Lincoln. Uh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for this season. Uh, they, I got them beating Purdue. Then they're home to Ohio state, which they will lose. They have two bye weeks. Is that what I'm seeing? I guess so. Because that week zero game. Oh yeah. Then they get a bye week before at Wisconsin, which all of a sudden I think uh, interesting game. Yes. And I'm going to say they're going to go one and one down that final stretch. They're going to win eight games. You are very optimistic on Nebraska football. Maybe I'll be eating my words. They later. lost at Iowa by three last year. Okay. They lost at Illinois by 18. No, they lost at home against Illinois by yes. 18. But this is Iowa. They're an inconsistent about. team. Inconsistent teams don't navigate somewhat tough schedules. I can't wait to they might win the Big 10 West. But they're going to be in contention with the Big 10 West. They're drawing Michigan, Michigan State and Ohio State from the Big 10 East. Michigan was 2 and 4 last year. 
Look, throw throw last year out. So you're giving me Michigan State, who was the worst team in the Big Ten East last year. Uh, then you're giving me Michigan, who was like second worst. Yes, <laughs> I think Rutgers and or Maryland. Ohio, been, yeah, that's yeah. true. Both of them are worse. But uh, look, five and seven, and that is right on par with even with the trajectory of the program. Even if you think they're improving, Scott Frost so far four and eight, five and seven, three and five. Five and seven is his ceiling so far at <laughs> Nebraska. Until proven otherwise, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I almost want to bet you shots on this. <laughs> yes, do it. Don't be a pussy. You're saying eight. Yeah. I'm saying five. I'm saying the win total six and a half. They're hitting this over. Okay, so you're giving up a, ga- a game and a half. How about this? If they get to seven, if they cover, right? You take. I'll, t- I'll take five shots. If they don't cover, you take five shots. There you of go. Of whatever liquor I pour. There you go. There you go. Deal. Done. Fucking deal. It has shaking. been shaking it's on, on air. All right. On air shake, guys. I, I expect you guys to remember this and hold <laughs> us accountable. And we'll uh, we'll get video of Kobe puking up aristocrat in about four <laughs> months here. All right, guys. We are first time listener to the college football experience. Make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 teams, as I mentioned before. Uh, so subscribe, tell a friend. We will have you covered with uh, a podcast for well, Buffalo's already out there, Patty C. You know, Michigan, Michigan State, it's already out there. Go listen to it. Iowa, it's already out there. Illinois, it's already out there. So check that out and uh, remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience. Fred Hoiberg, I think there he's actually going to have a decent team this year with the with the Cornhuskers in uh, the Big Ten ba- college basketball scene. So subscribe there. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. Um, Does anything get Scott Frost fired? Well, the Trevor Alberts thing I think helps. Four and eight. Is he gone? Gotta be. Three and nine. Yes. Three and nine, he's gone. Four and eight, he holds on for another year. I think he gets one more year. At four wow. Long leash there. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Uh, well, COVID, I think, helps. That's true, too. Yeah, it helps the, the coaches. That should. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes. Anyway, me, Patty CNC, Nick, we handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. Been doing it for over four years. Never had a losing season for each individual season for each football season for each basketball season. Patty C has been over 500, right? NC Nick's been over 500. I've been over 500. Yes. Obviously as a collective, we've been over 500, but each of us independently has been over 500 as well. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on the SGPN app. Download that app, SGPN app. It's free in the Apple store, the Google play store. You'll get all of our articles. You can go check that Larry, the cable guy uh, interview. Where he talks about Nebraska football, Mike Leach, we just had on the show talking Mississippi State football, talking uh, all this good stuff. We had Randy Cross. I mean, just a ton of guests all the time. Jim McMahon, check it all out at the uh, we have on the SGPN app. You'll get it all right there. And, and t- I tell you what, look, because we don't charge for picks, we won't charge for picks. Once you download the SGPN app, if you can give us a five star review, say some nice things about us, we'd certainly appreciate it. And if you do, take a screenshot of your review. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D and uh, I'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. Yes. Patty C loves this t-shirt. So you, you're going to get a brand new t-shirt. It's going to be great. Uh, your mom's going to love you more. So do that at the Colby D give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. 
and the sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at DSGP network. Also check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. A lot of fun there. If you, if works blocking you and you want to talk Fred Hoiberg and Nebraska Cornhuskers basketball or something or whatever, the monster truck rally that's happening in Anaheim or the ping pong match happening in Tokyo or the Indy car racing, whatever we got you covered in that Slack channel. It's a lot of fun. Uh, check it out. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, Nebraska Cornhusker style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.